Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. My name is Mitchell Phillips. Spencer Calendar. Spencer, at Robot Spencer. Um, on Instagram, at Mitchell Phillip on Instagram. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with at I was only kidding on Instagram, Keenan Lewis. Is that what he's going by now? Yeah, I get Keenan confused. Luis, Lewis. Louis. Lo- someone called him Lomas at a mic the other night. Um, Mr. Key Lime Pie. Fun having him in the building and uh, right up here at the top of the Capitol Records building, recording the number one podcast in the world. Yeah. Give you the cheers and the jeers, the pats on the back and the pats on the fanny. Not that confusing. <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> hit your back, we hit your butt. Don't worry about it. There you go. Um, hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. Um, up top, hats off. Wait. Ooh, that's a big, that's a big crowd. I've been working on combining them, oh. so now it sounds like you're like, oh, now the balcony's kicking in. Hats off to Kobe Bryant for I just mean, being cool. For, yeah, I mean, he's over now. He's done. Like, he did it all. Thanks for the memories, bud. Yeah, I mean, he really a lot of memories. Uh, I'm not a basketball fan, but you bet your ass I watched a lot of basketball when Kobe and Shaq were playing same, together. Same when just Kobe were playing. Yeah. Uh, he played for the greatest team of all time. Uh, he got, he won five championships, five. three with Shaq, two without Shaq. He won an Oscar for a short. Yeah, that was amazing because I remember watching an interview right when he retired and he's in his office for his multimedia company and I'm thinking, ugh, Kobe ain't doing shit. And then next thing I know, he is, he's an Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you just assumed he like went to Italy to play soccer or something? Like with his family, like he just like walked on to like some you know B rate team. Yeah, um, fan, man loves soccer. Coolest nickname, Black Mamba. I had a jersey that said Black Mamba. That's sick. It was sick. That is super sick. I was thinking too. You know, whenever anyone throws garbage in a trash can, they go Kobe. His legacy will live forever. It's going to be sad now, though. People are going to be like, oh, yeah. Well, people still so things like that stick around. Like people still say, "Oh, you trumped him." Like that came from Trump, even though you hate the guy. Yeah, people will still be like, "Ah, he pulled it's the Trump the, it's card." It's in the lexicon. Yeah, exactly. Kobe. Yeah, the thing is too. I think interesting is people are finally going to give it up to Kobe because I think he's always been polarizing. Yeah, and of all like the great greatest basketball players of all time, I've heard people talk shit about Kobe more than any other player. Yeah, like they'd sure. always have the debate. Like LeBron, Kobe, or Jordan. And in my opinion, it's clearly Jordan. The only debate would be LeBron and Kobe. Yeah. Jordan's up here. LeBron and Kobe are below it. But I mean, I mean, even though they didn't really like each other, Shaq and Kobe was like the coolest duo of all time. Stockton and Carl Malone was pretty cool, but it wasn't as cool. No. And we know Shaq's beloved on the show already. Well, it was also cool that they didn't like each other and they still won. Where it's like, we're that much better than you. Yeah. Um, Great players individually. Are you gonna go to the parade? I don't know, and uh, yeah, <laughs> there's definitely not. gonna be a parade. Yeah. Kobe caused riots in L.A. from winning, which is cool. Yeah. That's unique. He's got to be the only basketball player with an Oscar. You don't think um, Rodman got an Oscar for that spy movie he did with Dane Cook <laughs> in like 1997, <laughs> or the Vice episode when they tricked him into going to North Korea? Oh yeah, that felt a bit like um remember the fighter with Christian Bale when they're like think they think he's doing like a documentary on his boxing comeback, but it's really just about like the this problems with crack in America. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh Vice, we're gonna just fully encompass you, we're gonna package deal, we'll get you to North Korea. And he's like, um, wait, wait one second, what? 
I hope he um and Kimmy Jong turned out to be a cool guy. Yeah, he seemed like a good guy to party with. I'm hoping that this will inspire LeBron to play even better because and get the Lakers another ring because the Celtics have 17 championships. The Lakers have 16. Mm-hmm. So they just need one more to be tied. Yeah. And they have LeBron, Anthony Davis. They got a really good team. Yeah, the team looks great this year. I've actually like started watching basketball again for the first time in like five years. Yeah, LeBron uh, actually just beat Kobe. The last tweet Kobe wrote was, at a boy LeBron or something because Kobe he passed him in all points. Yeah, so he's third. But so that's a, a great last tweet. Yeah, to just go not go, go out on, on like a one of his weird note. like critical ones. It's just like go on a classy note, dude, on Twitter. And he yeah, and he uh, I actually went. I don't I'm not a big basketball fan, but uh, my dad likes basketball. I hadn't seen him in a long time, and I was like, hey, I've always wanted to see Kobe play. Let's get some tickets. It's your birthday. Yeah. We'll go. Like my stepmom came, my sister came. Uh, the whole thing was my idea because I was like, "What the?" My dad's a guy who like doesn't like anything he gets. You know, he's always unhappy. And then the entire game, my dad was just bitching because he goes, "I told Linda, who's my stepmom, that I wanted this watch from Costco. Why? Is she, why'd she get me basketball tickets? <laughs> a watch will last me forever. These tickets, it's three hours. I don't even like the seat." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, man! It was my idea. Enjoy the game. You're and like." I only did it because he was saying, like, I haven't been to a basketball game in a long yeah, time. Yeah, chill out, Roger. What's he, your dad's name? Russell. Russell. Enough. Russell. <laughs> Roger's angrier brother. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like, you fucking ungrateful prick. Uh, yeah, that sucks. I mean, I saw Kobe play once live. And it's like one thing, like, going when you're, like, uh, just seeing a basketball game in general. Where you're like, ah, oh, they're so big in person. Yeah. And, like, when they slam into each other. And, like, it is. But it's, like, it's so small of a field. You know, it is. It's strange. It's like going when you go to like Price is Right and you're like the sets as big as my apartment. Yeah. Like the car is right next to the model. This, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's strange. And Kobe always seemed very short because he was next to Shaq and he's six four, I think. So six, six. he's still really tall, Something but like he's not seven two. And, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's not a genie. He says twenty seven fucking. He's not, he's not a genie from a boombox. Yeah. And I like Kobe because. Uh, he like tore his Achilles and his ACL and ripped his knee and all that shit. And he sucked for a while. And then when he announced he was going to retire his last game, he put up like 79 points. Just be like, yeah, so I, wild. I, I can still do it. Yeah. I'll see you fuckers later. I'm going to say, and though. And he was just enjoying his retirement. As yeah. I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, I was like, people survive plane crashes. But like if I told if you didn't know what a helicopter was and I explained it to you, it's like these knives spin so fast you can fly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no one survives that. Yeah, you never you never see that. Like sometimes if in the military, if they have even like military guys rarely survive helicopter yeah. crashes and they're wearing cool gear to protect themselves. Sick gear. Sick gear. It's even <laughs> parachutes sometimes. And they go down so quickly where you don't have time to get the backpack on to jump out. Yeah, or plane you're not just high glides. Enough. Like you can, or you can figure something out, but dude, a helicopter just, just, yeah, I and see, then just starts falling. I've seen all kinds of movies where a guy's never flown, the captain's passed out, both engines are broken, he can still manage to let yeah. it cruise for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will, I do have to segue into a uh, let's hear it. Hats off to same, no, hats off to Kobe, but uh, gloves off to Ari Shafir. Fuck Ari Shafir. What happened? You see, what he. Even tweeted wasn't really upsetting. I just don't like Ari Shafir anyway, so I can, like, um, his tweet is why I'm bringing it up, but it's not why I dislike him. But he wrote, Kobe Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. 
He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Um, implying that uh, I don't know how like act. I don't know how David Spade and uh, Al Pacino or whatever who like to go to the Lakers yeah. were able to influence this Colorado rape case. I also don't think Kobe did it. Um, yeah. I don't think he did it because there are plenty of people who I really like. I'm like, oh, yeah, he definitely did that. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't buy into it in general. But, uh, yeah, just I know Ari Shafir is just trying to like he does that when people die. He just likes trolling people. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think Ari Shafir's funny. So uh, he creeps me out. I've seen him live <laughs> a bunch at the comedy store. I don't get his appeal. He bugs me. <laughs> He's just annoying with so much confidence. Do you yeah. know is he an only child? No, I think he's got siblings. Okay, seems like it. even like. I was watching clips of him on the show, and Joe Rogan's like the guy who made his career, and even he's like, maybe so. Like he's <laughs> like so angry and oddly confident. Another reason I don't like uh, Ari Shafir is one, he drugged uh, Burt Kreischer. Did he drug Burt Kreischer? Yeah, yeah. He dropped him a Molly. He dropped think. him a Molly without telling him while doing a podcast with his wife and kids, and he'd take a flight later, and was completely unapologetic. Like, yeah, I did it, no problem. But uh, I also what reminded me of something because I'm doing a show with this person next week. Uh, in his special, he just totally attacked that girl, Damien Merlina, yeah. for absolutely no reason. That was funny. He, I didn't think it was... I, the bit's not funny. Well, he, just, he, just, he just doesn't like her. So he just went like... Yeah, but he even use her said, like, name. she's not mean. She's not a bad person. She just annoys me. Yeah. And I don't have much to say to her. So after that, he uses her name, says she has one arm, says... And then says she's... So fat and stinky that it smells like an immigrant died up in her pussy. But it really wasn't funny. It's not that funny on the special, but when and you, it didn't help the bit. You read like, it like he a transcript. Easily done that bit, which really wasn't even a funny bit either. He was just saying like, "Hey, you know how some people annoy you," and then <laughs> compared it to how it sucks when you close your door with the keys in it. Yeah. Anyway, I did, it wasn't a funny bit, and he totally fucked that girl over because. Now, every time, let's say you're like a big Damien Merlina fan and you type her name into YouTube, the first video that comes up is Ari Shafir just bashing the shit out. Yeah, all the Damien Merlina fans out there. I'm not. Well, she's trying to build a career much like you are. Yeah. Yeah. Much like I am. Yeah. But she's she's going to cater to the one arm community. I'm going to cater to the. Um, That's all she can just the audience. <laughs> yeah. The show I'm going to do with her next week is going to be all one arm people. Not a lot of claps. Because. <laughs> well, she actually. uh said like i've done a show with her before and she was like i had to she was like please make sure you adjust the mic to this button on your shirt because i can't fucking you know it'll be embarrassing to do it and that is a tough situation to be in because you don't want to do all one arm material but you obviously have to address it Uh it's like how tuesday thomas has to address her botched face work yeah yeah you know like she has no choice no yeah of course you don't want to dig into it too much or like uh Joey Urell has cerebral palsy. He can't just go up and be like, so, Trump. and You guys go grocery shopping? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I can't. But, uh, yeah, that was just weird and mean-spirited. I don't get why he put that in her special. Because putting her name in it did nothing for the joke. Because there are times where you're like, I really need to use this person's name. Or it makes it funny. I just don't think his stand-up is I just, funny. I always use names, be- especially in jokes. 
uh, or like when I'm telling a story about like high school or something, I just it adds more color to the story. You know what I mean? If you're just ripping, using the full name always kills. He went, but on there's it. no reason. I I agree with you where it's just like she's another comic, like leave her name out. And you're successful, and she is not. So you're you're like bearing her. Yeah, yeah. It's already an uphill battle, and now you're just like on top kicking dirt on her out of spite. And she didn't do anything to you. She just annoys yeah, I don't know. you. Yeah, it's just an he just seems like a douchebag. I'm not. A, I've just I'm never a fan of his. But I've never went, liked his comedy. So that's really what it comes down to. He went on a uh, Periscope a little bit ago. Update for you. Yeah, uh, he said he was hacked. But here's your update. He made a video. He was not hacked. I was hacked. He made <laughs> a, a video that, of it. That is funny. If he, he did post a video, and then he goes, "Sorry guys, I got that, hacked." He, that's exactly what he said. His video is actually better because he said he, there's actually a good joke in the video because he happens to be. Stories. Every once in a while, there's a good story. Yeah, this is the. As I know, there's always a lot of like hate, pain in the world. But he's in Charlotte, where Kobe was initially drafted. Every once in a while, there's a good story. Traded for Vlade Divac. The guy who got away with rape got his today. Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh, Maybe he wouldn't have raped that chick in Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, I know there's always. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, I think he might just be like uh, railing against the Kobe fans. Yeah, I know he's, you know he's mostly I mean? if trolling. You've if you've lived, yeah, and yeah, it's fun to say fuck the Lakers. Who gives a shit? If you don't like a team, you don't like a team. Exactly. But Whatever. I think like the culture of that late 2000s Laker team, you know what I mean? Like people have like Laker hats. You know what I mean? Like people, he's railing against people with Laker hats. No, but are you know what I'm talking about? Like, Kobe culture in LA, like it becomes a problem at a certain point of like douchebaggery. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I mean, maybe he's just a big Knicks fan. <laughs> I think mostly he doesn't give a shit about Kobe or the Lakers. He just doesn't yeah. he do this when people die? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure Anthony Jesselnick tweeted something else, else out too. I bet his was funnier though. Oh, yeah, probably because there's really no good joke. And objectively, like, huge R. Kelly fan. Huge Kobe fan. I believe R. Kelly did it. I don't think Kobe did it. <laughs> well, all the all the evidence isn't out on R. Kelly yet, so yeah, yeah, he may not, he the may trial's not, not over. Done. Yeah, that's true. And he's still got fat chicks bailing him out. So, well, yeah. You, I mean, you the more guilty you are, the more chicks you get. I mean, look at all the serial killers who were like, fucking Manson would marry, just dated a bunch of smoke shows in prison when they knew. Oh yeah, or Ted Bundy got married in prison. Like yeah, a, Ted Bundy. Everyone talked about how hot he was, but I don't get it. I think he was must be like a rugged '70s handsome. No, I think it was more, he was hot. If you put all the serial killers together, he was the hottest. Yeah. of like he's hotter than Gacy. Yeah, he's hotter. Oh, for sure, hotter so, than Gacy. Ted Bundy just looked like a normal dude to me, like completely average, uh, middle America guy. But I think because so many of the other serial killers were so grotesque, he looked great in that movie. Uh, with what's his face playing? Zach Efron. Yeah, Zac I was Efron. like, "Yo, fucking Bundy's a piece." Dude. I never saw that movie. I'd, I'd fucking, I'd pen pal fucking Ted Bundy if he looked like Zach Efron. I've decided most Netflix original movies suck balls, and they always disappoint me. A lot of them are bad. There's some good ones. I liked El Camino, and I liked The Irishman, and I liked the documentaries. But um, Mute didn't see it. It's great. Okay, I'll check it it's out. It's a great one. What's the other one? Um, um <laughs> I think that's about it. Uh, so mute. Uh, uh, let me say about the Kobe the thing. The package, game over, man. The Kobe thing, uh, I'm torn because 
you kind of think like, all right, you live in Orange County. Just get a driver, sit in traffic. Yeah. It's not a big deal. You can hang out, watch TV. You can get your dick sucked while you're in the car on the 101. For sure. But then I think, why have money then? If I had that much money, I think I would also take a helicopter everywhere. Well, also, it's the amount of times he's taken a helicopter is probably more than most people, even like billionaires who fly into Manhattan every day or shit like that. Well, he was doing it like five days a week to Staples Center from Orange County. In and out. So you're going like, all right, he probably actually should have gone down a long time ago. Like he did more at like yeah. air, pl- air helicopter trips than like a colonel in Vietnam. More helicopter trips than like the Hawaiian people who uh, do the tours of the volcanoes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you're like at some point it's got to fucking go down. Yeah. So it's not yeah, it's not that surprising, but it's one of those I'm torn because it's like, yeah, just get in the fucking car. Drive get in a sick Escalade, a really cool car, sit in the back, you have a driver like uh I'm glad he didn't die at like 30 though. Yeah, me too. Because then it would have been like that. He was the best ever just because he died early. You know what I mean? But I feel like a lot of Kobe haters are giving him love. I just never felt like Kobe got the love like other people got. But uh, like Philip Rivers, he uh, lived in San Diego. He played for the Chargers in L.A. He just stayed in San Diego because he has like 19 kids and didn't want to uproot his family. Yeah. So he just made this souped out SUV where he could watch like game film and had all this shit. Yeah, why not? Communed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Philip Rivers doesn't have helicopter money like Kobe. You never know. Sometimes the team will just pay for it. Maybe. I yeah. guess you got a deeper uh, roster on football. But... Yeah, he never won a Super Bowl, so or even yeah. went to the Super Bowl. I don't think. Yeah, that's the thing with Kobe. You got to win the three up top, and then the, and then the the bus family will just pay for all your yeah. helicopter trips. Exactly. Um, all right, let's move on. Hats off to Kobe Bryant. Bye, Kobe. Um, Miss you. Bye. Bye-bye. But yeah, he did give us all he's going to give us, you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Not that he should die, but no, no, as a fan. Well, not all that he give it. Like you said, he won an Oscar. Like, he was like, I'm sure his post-career was going to be, like, wildly philanthropic. Like, he was huge in, like, boys and girls programs, shit like that. He rapped not very good, but... Not very, not as good as Shaq. Yeah. Not yeah, as... Shaq's probably a better rapper. Shaq was a better rapper. Shaq's going to give us more than Kobe, though. Um, are you talking about like Renaissance commercials and anything? <laughs> just period, just content, pure content. Any any avenue, quantity, he's gonna knock it out yeah, of the park. He will absolutely. The guy he stays on on a soundstage in just different crews shuffling instead of him going appointment to appointment. He's like, all right, we're shooting the general, and then like a whole crew comes in. They're there for four hours. They leave. And he's like, all right, now we're doing that's, rent a center, that's Orange County. Probably true. <laughs> like I don't know, it's a joke, but that's probably just. Factual. It's all like green screen shit. Yeah, the generals. Totally Hi, I'm Shaq. And if you need a wash and a dryer, I'm in the CGI convertible. I'm in a convertible with this old military man. All right, um, switching gears. Uh, so this one's funny. Hats off to a lonely rooster in India. So <laughs> in uh, India, cockfights were banned. With uh-huh. like a sweeping legislation in 1960. Oh, that was uh, a while like, ago. Like, yeah, like a. Well, they're also above Makes the. Sense. They're, they're ahead of the curve. They're it's a progressive country. Big yeah. on animals. Well, they're not. I wouldn't say progressive. Bus rape just stopped being a big thing. But just uh, before cockfights. <laughs> no, like uh, 2014. We got to take care of cockfights, <laughs> and then we'll knock out bus rape later. It was like a cruelty to animals act, but like India, you know what I mean. Like most places, like. Um. I guess like Eastern Europe, like 90% of the population is in the one or two cities. And then sure. like the rest is rurally spread out. But India is like, there's 
there's a, like a few big cities, like, you know, probably a dozen large cities, but then there's like the other half of the population is spread out in smaller tribes. Just they f- fill out the entire landmass of that fucking uh, peninsula. Yes. As scientists say. Yeah. That's how they pronounce it, too. So they're admitting now because of this, uh, this event that uh, they're going to have to crack down, back down on uh, the rural communities cockfighting because a rooster, while he was being set into the pen to his meet his ultimate demise, uh, the guy setting Not it in the... Not if he won. Set it, yeah, if, if he's a winner, but... Looks like he escaped the fate regardless. Uh, as he was being set in the pin, and they, you know they strap razor blades to their feet. Yeah, they. Uh, he was getting set into the pin, and the rooster freaked out and tried to fly out and cut the guy next to him, slashed his stomach open. Oh, <laughs> and his fucking guts went everywhere. I would think that would happen a lot. <laughs> um, not as much as you think, but also you can't really like report on that. You know what I mean? There's no like. I, I imagine like uh, if you are running a cockfight, you also know like one of those. Those vets that you can call 24 hours. Yeah, and, like in all the movies. Like yeah, a horse right. doctor that'll work on you. That'll do some stitches. Especially in India. Remove bullets. I think like half of, the, half of the people in that country are doctors, right? Yeah, well, the ones who come here are. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not, there are. they have no doctors because... Yeah, oh, they're say, all here. Yeah, they're all here. They're, they're like, oh. you're smart. Get the fuck out of here. Shout out Mr. Patel. Yeah. Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I wish I remembered my Indian... Uh, doctor's name he also worked at kaiser permanente and he was great up until my current doctor because i got i was always on my parents insurance so i just finally like got insurance through my work and uh got uh like had to go and like sign up and get my card and everything for like my own family plan but i'm like i'm by myself they're like it's still called the family i was like whatever then just very confusing getting fucking uh what is it a regular care provider or whatever oh yeah primary care yeah yeah um (laughs) <laughs> but for the, I realized for the past like seven years, I've been using the guy who gave me my first weed card, Dr. Howard J. Lieberman of Venice Beach. <laughs> so I was like, I just remember his name. I know I don't go to Dr. Williams <laughs> up in my hometown anymore. Yeah, I, I do get when I, I was just looking for a new primary care doctor and I wanted my I was looking for Asian names, Jewish names yep. or Indian names. I was like, I don't want a white guy. I don't want an American. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know what I'm looking for. I got a Jewish guy. See you March 4th. I'll let you guys know how he is. <laughs> Killer reviews. No, make a note for that update. Um, so, yeah, hats off to this rooster. He thought he was going to die, but he ended up taking some motherfuckers with him. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's a good story. I would think that happened a lot because, I mean, they, like in Guatemala, they still do cockfights in the, you know, like in yeah. the town square. It's not even like secret or anything. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, all right, I got a gloves off. Oh, okay. So this is just mind-blowing to me. This lady in Grand Junction, Colorado, recently learned that her father is actually her mom's fertility doctor. Wouldn't be the first time somebody, a fertility doctor, actually impregnated somebody? No, no. And it's it's not even illegal in most states. This is why it's the major gloves off, is that this guy... And this guy, Dr. Paul Jones, has been using a sperm to inseminate women for 30 years. Colorado is joining a growing movement of movements of states banning this practice and making it a felony. It's they're trying to get it banned right now. They just introduced the bill. It's not even illegal yet. (laughs) So they were just resting on like the, yo, just chill policy. Yeah, or they're just like, like, yeah, no, no. Like he's a doctor. He's not going to do something like that. Yeah, because they didn't need to make the law because (laughs) they just assumed that it was implied yeah like ridiculous laws like i used to live in a building with a vintage elevator 
and this lady had a list of like no baby strollers in here, no whatever. Yeah. And then some guy brought in like a piano and it's like it didn't say piano on the list. It's yeah. like it's just it's like the plot of Airbud. It doesn't say <laughs> it's per- it doesn't it's say like dogs cannot play in this league specifically because whoever started this <laughs> youth basketball league just assumed it was humans only. Well, when you assume, yeah, I I know what happens. But so this dude, the reason he got caught too, which is really sucks for uh, doctors doing shady stuff and murders, popular DNA test twenty three and human me. murders. Yeah, human murders. 20 people are doing these 23 and me's finding out this guy's been putting his cum in all kinds of women in Colorado. Oh, oh yo, I know. Yeah, I read this guy. Okay, yeah. So gloves off for it just not being a federal law. It's <laughs> a state by state basis, and the majority of states is not an actual law. Um, yeah, well, I think that was one of the things Jeffrey Epstein was doing was like he wanted to breed like he wanted to have like thousands of children. He was like purposely inseminating women and like editing genes and shit. Like he was he's very like transhumanist. But then if you're, but it's like, you just need to become a doctor and it, you could do it for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to go through all that. You're a billionaire. That. Wasn't that his thing though to like not I go mean, through the school I Bill Cosby's a doctor. Parts? Sure. Honorary. <laughs> Actually, they took that away from him. Oh, not anymore, but of course he, he was. He was for a long yeah. time. Don't worry, I'm a doctor. Don't worry, I'm a doctor. But that's just one of those wild things where it's like, yeah, we didn't make it a law because we didn't, you know, the doctors, they have to agree to their code. I, it's, but he's like, wasn't in the Hippocratic oath. Wasn't in the oath. You said I could. You I, listen. I'm a doctor. I did a lot of reading. <laughs> it did not say anywhere in there. I looked. It said I can't. I can't rape them myself. <laughs> but if they're coming to me for sperm and I give them sperm, because don't they like pick from like a profile? Well, that's the thing that sucks. I don't know what this doctor looked like. I'm you gonna... either like supply your own sperm or you pick from like a profile. Or you go, sperm. yeah, you're like on them to. I don't know, blue eyes and be tall. Six and foot tall, college and, degree. And then I imagine this doctor is just 4'8", super fat and hairy. <laughs> and he's like, hey, they won't know for a while. That just sucks. Like, His brother's the fucking hoverboarding dentist. Yeah. <laughs> but he's do- been doing it for 30 years. He's not really going to get in trouble for it. Is there a statute of limitations on that? Well, it's not a law. So, Oh, I guess, yeah. Hey. It's just like... He just now has to stop? Eight. It's just unethical. <laughs> I thought you were going to do bad of the bone. No, uh, he's a, I mean, what are you going to do? It's what you just said. What are you going to do? 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 Gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> this shadrool comes in here and just busts all inside our ladies. And then what are you going to, it's just going to be that fucking Vince Vaughn movie where all of his kids come back and they all like try to live happily ever after all 37 of them. I'm not familiar with that. There was a mix-up at the IVF place, yeah, and he ended up fathering like 30-something children. And then... Oh, and then he had to take care of them? No, and then... They're all like 30. Like 26 or something. When the... You know, like 26 to 30. You know what I mean? Whatever, like over a time period when he donated when he was in college. All the kids are now grown, and they all sue... They realize they all have came from the same donor, so they all collectively sue the company to get his name released. And then they track him down. Oh. And then he's like, I'm Vince Vaughn. What do you want to do? Yeah. Just, he talks fast, uses a lot of metaphors. Just chain smoke cigarettes. And... Yeah, yeah. But he had one of those cool like Chicago apartments with like a fire escape and like an, an open floor plan. You know, the type of movie. The movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even think I ever saw it. But his friend was probably like John Favreau or 
like Billy Gardell or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one of those movies. Ah, all right. Josh Gad was probably one of his kids. I don't know. I'm him. a straight. I know assuming. Gardell, but only from those uh, pizza commercials. Billy Gardell, he's a fucking, he's a hilarious comic. Roundtable. Is it? I don't. I don't know. I remember. I what is Billy Gardell? Mike and Molly. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember. Uh, Ray yes, Ro- dear. Ray Romano was telling a story about how. Uh, or no, some some comic who was not very famous had a sick was a like a guest role on uh on some sitcom and he was like yeah and billy gardell was so cool and supportive he was always coming into our set and watching his film and he'd come in like every week for months and i thought it was just because he was supportive of the comedy community but then it turned out that he was getting so fat that on yes dear or whatever show Mm -hmm. he was on they uh they made it like a veggie spread for craft services while this other sitcom had like pizza and hot dogs and stuff. <laughs> so you're just sneaking onto the other set to get fatty food. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I like that. That's tight. Um, shout out Billy Gardell. Um, let me see. You done with that one? Oh, that's it. Let's go. Let's see. Let, let me look over the notes. I want to fit him in in the right order. Um, this one's a quick one. Whoops. There we go. Gloves off to the system that has pushed this man to this. Okay. Um, A British man who's been living in Brooklyn for a little while um, with the Emotional Support Animal League of whatever registered a pint of beer as his emotional (laughs) support animal. (laughs) And then gloves off to him as well down the road. So they reached out to like a rep from the whatever the organization that gives you the emotional support, like qualifications. First of all, you don't have to. Don't you just pay 75 bucks and you, they send you a vest and you put on whatever you want? It's not even that. Like I've worked in restaurants and they're like, you are not allowed to ask if it's a service animal. There's ways around that. I, I got around that. How? I had a guy with a f- fucking bullshit service dog and he was an old guy too. So I thought he would be better than that. He yeah. was in his seventies and he put, he had You'd a hope. Yorkie with a vest and he put it on the bar Oh. And I flipped out. I was like, you need to get this dog off get the, the bar. And we have a dog-friendly patio. And he goes, it's a it's a service animal. And I didn't say what. I didn't say what is it for. I said, I can't imagine what service this dog could provide. And that was my wording around oh, it. And it was okay. purely in the moment. I was just pissed That's off. That's a good one. Slammed on a Friday night trying to get this fucking dog off the bar. Emotional support. And then he comes back to me later. Like, he had to think about what he was going to say. And he came up and he said... uh, you're not allowed to ask me what the service is for. And I said, I didn't. I said, I can't imagine what service it provides. And then he ended up saying. (laughs) And so then he just, first of all, never came back to my bar. Absolutely perfect. That's the best thing about people when they get upset. Like, well, I'm never coming back. He was like, that's why I'm doing this to you. We do plenty of business. Yeah, we do great. I'm fine. I make a lot of money. You know, I haven't seen that guy in a month. My tips are about the same. I make as much as my nurse wife. (laughs) And I do not provide a valuable service. I get people fucking give them shitty food and get them drunk. So I kill people. She fixes them. Over crispy wings and some shitty beer. But what he told me was that he's diabetic and the dog senses when his blood sugar gets low. And it was, for one, infuriating because they have those easy tests that you can do. Also, he came up and asked me for... um, Splenda? uh, He asked me for the sweetest wine they make. It's sweetest uh, wine. What's that shit? It's like a German wine that's crazy sweet. 
Zinfandel? We don't even sell. No, Riesling is the closest to it. But basically, he wanted literally the sweetest wine they make in the world. And he's diabetic, and he had a Yorkie, and he never came back. When he's like, um, I'm diabetic, you should have just looked him up and down and be like, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> For sure, dude. But um, sorry, what happened with the service? Well, his beer? whole thing is he's like, his reasoning was first okay the representative from the organization was like he can try all he wants we're not gonna grant we're not gonna send a vest to a pint of beer um and his logic was he has to go to upstate new york all the time for business and it's a federal crime to uh i think it said eat or drink alcohol smoke or drink alcohol so he's like so i'm just trying to petition so i can drink alcohol on my business trips (laughs) and that's where it becomes a gloves off for this guy because, bro, just drink on the bus. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> I, I have a metal thermos here. You don't know what the fuck's in here. You can get a... a go to fucking 7-Eleven. Just buy a fucking tall can and the largest coffee with a lid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I used to always take the bus home when I just worked a at a cup. grocery store. And I would just bring out an algae bottle. And I would pour beer into it at the end of my shift. And don't cause a scene. Like, one time I was on the blue line here in L.A. And I was eating on the bus. And he's like, you can't eat on the bus. I was like... We're on the blue line. I've seen people smoke weed on the train. <laughs> I've seen people smoke crack. I'm just enjoying a taco. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. You need Who's to gonna bust me? The conductor's gonna come out of his little bulletproof box and come deal with us maniacs back here. He's in the, have the SWAT team waiting when you when you arrive at the next yeah. station. Yeah. Just just put drink. in a Jack in the Box cup. Yeah. Sorry, you have to drink beer with a straw. Like, be slick about it. There are ways around it. Dude, Pour I've... some whiskey in a Coca Cola bottle. I um. I was uh, last time I was flying back from Australia. I had my vape pen because I had like gone through all my flour, which I got there no problem. A bunch of edibles, and I just gave them out as gifts and shit. And I was like, "Oh shit, I still got my vape pen." So I'm like charging it in the little USB on my seat. Yeah. And then finally, like, I'm like, "All right, I need to like super sneak this." And I took like one hit and I held it for like a minute and a half. I'm like purple in the face and like just ghosting it up into the air, like trying to blow it through my sweatshirt and shit. Yeah, I would blow and it then in, like I, the blanket. I looked over and they have like the flight map from sydney to los angeles is entirely over the pacific ocean you take off within four minutes you're over the pacific ocean and you don't land until you see land again <laughs> so i was like the fuck are they gonna do yeah, nothing yeah. So i started blowing clouds in the air duct gonna, tape me to my seat we're gonna land in la where the cops go are you fucking kidding me and you, it's like yeah. i was like oh cool so i just started taking fat rips and i just i conked out watching uh prisoners that uh that he <laughs> that hugh jackman uh paul dano movie yeah i would just i just go in the bathroom and do it i've done that a bunch with the pen bathrooms now are like fitted with like the they can detect vape now i don't i'm assuming i don't think so well because it's not like like vape is like water vapor mostly but like in a weed vape you're literally just heating up like the oil the wax well yeah. all i know is i've done it with weed pens and no, no alarms went off just, but i did hold it you know i didn't hold it for a minute but i held it more than i normally <laughs> I'm acting would. like i'm worried about like yeah. the detector in the bathroom i'm just blowing o's at the stewardess <laughs> <laughs> so what's up you got any diet coke around here yeah. but uh and people are so thrilled that you can bring weed on a plane and they're like man i flew from la to san francisco and you can bring your weed and i'm like I've been flying with weed for like 15 years. <laughs> yeah, right? I just flew to Maine where, you know, where it's not legal medically, but I just put it in my carry on. Yeah. I, you know, I have a system and maybe they'll bust me. They haven't yet. No. Nah. Never have. Dude, I literally brought like $400 in edibles to Australia last time I flew in. And like Australia, it's a fucking, it's a drug there. It might as well be heroin. Yeah. I love the move too where 
I'll have my personal stash, but then my friend who lives in the city will be like, come on, bring me some of that California stuff. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll get you a Like, I only eight. planned on bringing edibles, but I'm like, I want my bro to be hooked up. It's like, what a stupid reason to get caught. Well, a lot of people mess up. They try to, like, mail it to their destination. Yeah. Like, the resort or something. And then that's when it becomes a federal crime, because you can't mail it. Yeah. Uh, be like, oh, you, I stuck it in some peanut butter yeah. and then triple bag The it. dog can't smell I, it, man. Yeah. Uh, that's I, how my I, cousin I covered did it, it in fucking raccoon piss. My cousin lived in Chicago for three years, and she just had her friend mail it to her from Southern California. And I guess, yeah, sometimes you get caught. You never know. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, you just, it's something, because what it does is it picks up like organic material. It yeah. doesn't exactly like say what it is. And then they, after then, they might open up your package and search it. So you just have to like, if you have a bunch of fat nugs, just like put it like with something. You know what I mean? Where it's not like, it'll stand out sitting next to a toothbrush. But, like a pile of socks and then one of them is just a fucking a jumble of nugs you're better off yeah i used to fly um no nah, i shouldn't even say this but also they say it's, get... you can fly out of anywhere especially la they don't give a fuck about weed it's just where you land but also i've never gone through security when i got off a plane <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they're gonna be waiting for me my carry-on you like... look like a stoner or the amount of times where i've just accidentally brought stuff last time i flew they took away i had a like my bar wine key opener, so I can open wine, yeah. pop beers. They took that away, but then I had a three-inch knife that I didn't know I had because it's just in my backpack. They didn't take that away. Yeah, that's all fucking arbitrary bullshit. But <laughs> that's off to this guy. I saw a guy re- try for, to register. For, for being like, hey, this is how stupid your little system is, but then go ahead. But then also gloves off to him for like... Because he wanted... It was for... It wasn't just for... Taco Bell has the clear cups. That's the only cup you can't use. But you can still mix it with Baja Blast. No one knows it's in there. That's all. Or if a Gatorade can be 80% vodka, and it still just looks like a Gatorade. And it's hydrating. Yeah, and it's got electrolytes. I saw a guy, he tried to register uh, his hive of bees as his, <laughs> as his emotional support just so he could walk around with bees. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hive of bees. All right, I got a nice hat oh, saw. That's beautiful. Let's hear it. This, I think this happened a couple weeks ago. I just forgot to do it last week. But, uh, you know, Leo DeCaps, one of the one of the greater actors of our time, one of yeah. my favorites, consistently makes legit movies, uh, lives an absolutely fantastic life, mostly just makes rad movies, uh, is co- single-handedly saving the environment and all the elephants mm-hmm. and everything, and then just hangs out on cool boats and exotic locations he has, like, with supermodels. Like, low-key... The most Italian name of all time. Yeah. Nobody really thinks about it. And he's always hanging out in Italy on boats with super Leonardo models. DiCaprio. You're like, what the? F- this guy's a plumber or something? And I think someone did like the math on all his girlfriends. And I think once they get to be like 26, he just breaks up. Oh, yeah. With I them. saw that graph. He has yeah. like, they all like 19 to 24. And then, and then like his age on an arc. But so he was in some exotic location on a boat with some supermodels. And this guy fell off. He was like staying at a Club Med and he fell off the Club Med boat. Cool. And was treading water for 11 hours. And then a call went out like, hey, we need to find this guy. It's almost dark. Leo was the closest one to him. So I'm sure he didn't steer the boat. But, he, you know, he had his guy steer the boat. His dick did. (laughs) Yeah, he steered it with his dick like Tommy Lee. (laughs) (laughs) And they saved the guy. Oh, that's cool. So that's really cool for Leo's Did he jump in the water? I don't know. Probably not. He probably just has a guy like you jump in. But the point is, you're treading water for 11 hours. You are so amped to see a boat come to save you. And then you get pulled on board and there are supermodels. You're probably eating exotic cheeses. 
eating exotic pussy, drinking exotic wine. Like, I would be life. so happy to be rescued by anybody, a, a rapist. A Filipino sugar shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I have to stay on board for two months while they make it yeah, to yeah. somewhere else. I'm but, not getting off in Kuala Lumpur, I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> but imagine getting rescued, and it's one of Leo's boats. And he's like, yeah, I have all these women. I have this great food. And then you, I'm sure that he chilled with them for a while. And then he went back to his lame club med and just got to tell the coolest story ever. Yeah. But then also, like, I don't know, just knowing, like, the red tape of it, you know, where it's like the captain was probably like, sorry, I know we're going to, like, Antigua or fucking uh, Ibiza or something. And uh, <laughs> and the call went out and he's like, we are the closest. Like, the captain was like, sorry, Leo, we're going. And Leo's like, oh, come on. Why do we have to be the closest? Like, can't we just? And he's like, no, it's the rules. We're the closest. We got to go get him. It's the it's the unwritten rule. He's like, see. just watching like Taken in his room. He's like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking pick a guy up. Like, hey, Leo, did you want to meet the guy we rescued? Oh, the guy that ruined my weekend? Sure, I'd love to meet him. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Y'all sign his autograph. I like the idea that Leo goes on these boat trips and just watches Taken in his room <laughs> by himself. Yeah. There's like four. It's always probably like gay. It's his public image. Like when they get close to shore, where photographers can snap. Yeah, look at me with all these smoke shows. He's got his little haunch, but like down in his. But he's room. just jerking off to Liam Neeson getting his daughter back. <laughs> he's just watching Out for Justice. <laughs> I'm not gay. I just jerk off to Liam Neeson. I told a you. Lot. I told you. It's, it's not. <laughs> just leave me alone while I'm watching Steven Seagal marathons. <laughs> oh, so that was a quick one. Just that would be the ideal rescue scenario treading water for 11 hours the sun is setting it's 45 minutes till pure darkness you're stuck in the ocean dude and... I, I go to like lakes i've been going to my whole life and i'm i'm waiting for like i get i get knocked off the tube and i'm waiting for him to come around i was like please nothing touch my feet please oh, you, i know what's in here and i i'm like please nothing touch yeah my i'm feet. it makes no sense but I, when i i'm way i'm more used to salt water so when i go in lakes I get freaked out just because the water doesn't taste the same, even though an ocean is <laughs> in far nastier, so nastier and so much more dangerous. But I was in, um, I was in Costa Rica and I met these dudes, and they're like, "Hey, we're uh, we're gonna go wakeboarding. You want to go?" And we are wakeboarding in crocodile-infested waters. Uh-huh. So the logic is like the motor of the boat, like will, you do, will scare them off and whatever. And I was freaked out, but yeah, I was like, "I'm hanging out with these guys. I'm gonna wakeboard." They, you bet your ass. When I fell, they picked me up right away. Oh, for sure. But to you can't even defend yourself. No, you got that fucking board. To and it, yeah, you fuck can't do anything. That. But, fuck. But so one that. of their friends, these guys were like five years older than me, and one of their friends was wakeboarding, and he fell, and his buddy went to play a prank and just kept circling around him and wouldn't pick him up, and watching it go from like, huh, very funny to like, you fuck. Pick me up now. Where I was like, Man, and you also don't want to like swim too much, and you're already creating like you an are attraction. A terrible friend. I can't. But that was so. I was terrified, and I was on the boat. Where was this? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And dude. Isolated Costa Rica. Like to even get to the house where I was staying, I had to take this like 45 minute boat ride from a hair lip guy named Johnny. Yeah. Who just like his boat went three miles an hour. It was sketchy. We got stuck in. It was. It was really fun, but we're we weren't in like Tamarindo where all the resorts are. <laughs> yeah. We were we are the only white people on. I this thought about island. that uh, last time I went to Australia. There uh, we went to the Daintree. It's this massive rainforest. It's like never gets mentioned. It's like the size of the Amazon and older than the Amazon. It's just doesn't have a good a publicist. It's fucking. It's the reason the Great Barrier Reef is there. 
Oh, okay. Because all the mountains is like Mount Despair or something. Captain Cook named it. Because he's like, when you see it, you're just fucked because of all the rocks and shit, all the reefs that were created. We'll just fuck your ship up. But it's all the water running off the rainforest into the ocean for millions of years is what caused the coral, the Great Barrier Reef. But w- to get up there, you gotta like, you go up to like Cannes or like what it, any one of these little bays, you know? And from there, you have to, have to travel like three hours where it's like an hour inland, then an hour like diagonally back up the coast. You gotta get on like one of those car ferries. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. attached to a rope that takes you across the river. Oh, okay, yeah. And then yeah. you go go up, and it's or like just some strong guy pulling it. Yeah, and then we get all the way up here, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna go zip lining." I'm like, "How far is the nearest fucking ambulance?" Yeah. This is, I, I had a I certain point where I can go zip lining in San this. Diego. Uh, let's. Yeah, yeah. I can go zip lining within three hours of a hospital. Let's. Uh, I, let's just hang out at the cafe, maybe. Yeah, this has been enough adventure for. This is me. lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a capybara. Let's fucking nice. get lunch. <laughs> I just saw. I've never seen. I've seen only seen capybaras in zoos. They're creepy as hell. Looking. They're gnarly, dude. They're huge. But uh, I was hiking uh outside Lake Arrowhead a few weeks ago. Saw a bobcat. Never seen a bobcat in the wild. It was oh, really yeah. cool. But like I had a, that like the little ones, like 30, 40 pounds. It was small, but it still had that. Like we locked eyes. I was staring at it, and I wanted to pursue it. I'm like, I want a better view, and then. I just saw the look in his eyes. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Time to leave. <laughs> well, there's that thing. I'm like, even I think I heard my dad say it like every now and then. He's like, if you see a bobcat, it was watching you. Oh, wait. Oh, and you knew it was because it was in the brush. And I'm surprised I even saw it at all. Like mm-hmm. it was just frozen in semi-tall grass. And I looked at it. I feared it. I respected it. I was in awe. And then the rest of the hike, I just was doing this the whole time. Oh, looking yeah. back. That's why we went to fucking Deep Creek. <laughs> I was, we we're all high on mushrooms, hyping out of this canyon, getting lost. And I was like, "Let's sing Black Sabbath." I don't want any wildlife surprising well, us. Well, we had to walk over those them. rattlesnakes. Remember? Well, I did. Like, I I used all my fucking uh, bushwhack skills, and I like circumnavigated around those rattlesnake bushes. And then Naz and I look back, and you're just standing in the middle of them, like looking up what song you guys want to play yeah. next. Oh, this was not intentional. Man, I pulled this up fast, but uh. So the Bragger. same hike when I was in uh, Lake, Lake Arrowhead, we were hiking to a waterfall. And I want to give a big gloves off to these three fucking idiots. You know, people go tag on rocks and stuff. Oh, of course. These people wrote their Instagram. No, their Twitter handles. So I'm going to give a gloves off if you want to track these people down. Hector underscore Onofre. Wait, how do you spell Onofre? O-N-O-F-R-E. And then underscore shoebalicious, S-H-U-B-B-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. And then that underscore nigga underscore U-G-E. Fuck those people. What a way to get Twitter followers. U-G- I'm going to U-G-E. That's what it's a bad picture. Or maybe it's USA. I'll get back to you. It might be USA. But uh, figure it out. Okay, I'd rather you tag on rocks with spray paint and then write your Twitter handle. Like, you're going to get followers that way? Oh, yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, honestly, it doesn't surprise me. Like, some some of these goddamn kids, these Gen Zers. Yeah. They'll go up there and be like, oh, fucking, let's just follow this guy. Let's see what's... Oh, my God, I found his name on a rock. <laughs> Back in my day, it was just you'd... In Tatchby, you'd go... You have to go hike to the monastery. You know, you got to drive, like, 
out to Sand Canyon, which is already like on the edge of town. Then you got to go into the canyon. Then your car can only get so far. You got to walk like a mile. Then you see the cool monastery. And then you got to go up the creek like another two miles and then do a little bit of climbing. And then you get to the top and it'd be like TX3. It's just like a shitty like teenager gang yeah, from town. Your, you're like, your dumb straight edge band. You guys came up here to leave fucking natty ice cans and a fucking sh- in your Twitter handle. Eat my dick. Yeah. So fuck those three. Fuck those three. Um, and, and many other threes. We just can't name them. Um, let's see. <laughs> this is fun. I think this was in Florida. Um, a man, uh, so, uh, in Florida, iguanas are an invasive species, right? Yeah. Invas- invasive. So, you know, like every animal in Florida, we talked about the birds of Echo Park where like oh, some yeah. guy brought parakeets and now they just live here now. But some guy was probably like smuggling many things and the yeah, iguanas and pythons are invasive too. They're not natural. No. Florida. Yeah. And no. they're taken over. So this uh, this gentleman from Central... They didn't say where. They just said Central America. I was like, racist. Um, this guy, uh, <laughs> he's walking around Florida. And when the temperature drops, the iguanas just fall out of trees. Yeah, I've been seeing this. So he was walking around. He was touching them. He's like, they're cold to the touch. But where I'm from, this is good eats. Right? <laughs> so he throws 40, well, I, I know 50, where this is going, and I like it. 40, 50 iguanas in his trunk. In the article, it even said... Stacked him up barbecue style. It's like he's putting him in his car. Yes. Chill out. <laughs> but this one's gonna have some guani. What nuggets. is stacking up? I don't even know what yeah, that is. Me neither. On top of some Kingsford. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. The charcoal, charcoal iguana, charcoal he's, iguana. He's not gonna cook him in his car. I mean, you never know. They got do some crazy stuff with those Azuzus out in Central A. But he uh, he throws them all in his car. About twenty minutes down the road, he's got the heater on. <laughs> All these iguanas start perking up <laughs> and start running all over his car. They this... just were in a survival state, like lower yeah, yeah. their heart rate. Exactly. And, <laughs> and those are those aren't like little pets or iguanas. They're like no, they're like four feet long. Yeah, right? f- they said four to seven foot iguanas. <laughs> like their tails at the base are like four <laughs> inches around or four inches thick. So they start running around. They uh, they're sticking to the roof. They're flying out the windows and uh, cause... yeah, because they can cling too. Yeah. They caused a, a little fender bender. <laughs> I would um, think so. And by little, I mean this dude crashed into a fucking tree. Oh, He's fine. By all reports, he's fine. But uh, <laughs> gloves off to you, you dumb shit. <laughs> gonna get a, there's no free meals. What do you think's going to happen? You're going to go home and fucking chop them up into little nuggets, beer batter them, and throw them on the fryer? What are you going to? You're going to fillet them? Is iguana some iguana kebabs? That good. Also... I live in a place where we don't have iguanas, and I already know that when it gets cold in Florida, they go into this survival state, and they're not actually dead. Yeah. How does he not know? He's a local, and he's, he eats them. Who's from Central America. He's, like, well acquainted with iguanas, but oh. not in an environment where they do this. Gotcha. You know? Okay. All right. Makes sense, but I'd love to just hear that, like, like you're the next car. <laughs> After the accident, you pull up and you're like, Are you okay? And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm so hungry. Well, that- <laughs> <laughs> they call the cops. He's like, I'm just hungry. He just says scratches all over my his meat. Face. Where's my meat? <laughs> and it's like, they, with The meat ran away, dummy. The meat is gone. The meat has ruined your Zuzu Trooper. But also, the car's not hot anymore. So they're gone as, as they're like, they're just like freezing and going back into hibernative state like 20 feet from the car. Yeah, so they're panicking. There's just a radius of uh, good eats. Well, As Alton Brown would say. I mean, isn't that... That's in Tommy Boy, right? They get the deer, they think it's dead, mm-hmm. and then it you know, oh! freaks out in the car. <laughs> yeah. 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 Never put an animal inside your car that you think is dead. No. Call animal control and 
piece. Yeah. Never swerved for anything. Was it bigger than a dog? They say. Sure. Yeah. Because like usually like deer, you swerve to get around them, you end up hitting them anyway because they jump also. Slam on those brakes. Don't slam on the brakes. You just got to drive through them. Oh, is that it? I thought you were supposed to slam on your brakes. No, I'm, I I don't know what I'm talking about. I think yeah, it's a swerving. Yes, slam on your brakes. I mean, swerving. No, don't swerve. Yes, slam on your brakes. Just lock them up. Well, they say hitting a cow is like a brick wall. I could imagine. Things just twelve hundred pounds sitting still. Yeah, I could absolutely. That's, that's going to take off your whole like. That's going to turn your car into a convertible. Like you just drove under a fucking semi <laughs> in an action movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd yeah. be terrifying. That's why I was freaky driving in Alaska because. There would just be a giant moose in the middle of the road. Like you have to be really vigilant because yeah, a moose will kill you. Well, that's what um, moose are. So moose are like Kobe. They're so much bigger than you think they are. And then you see one in person, you're like, "How the yeah. fuck do they get this big?" Oh yeah, their shoulders are at like, what is that? 50? 55. Right. Well, I got one Doing more. Fine. Oh no, yeah, but moose. Oh, because uh, what was that one? What was that? Was that movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Devin Sawa? The Wild America. Yes. Wild America. Jonathan Taylor Thomas gets picked up by the moose. And I was like, they're not that big, are they? Yeah. And my dad's like, yeah, they're that fucking yeah. big. I was like, oh, shit. Um, go, Continue, though. Sorry. Oh, no. that's uh, If you want to throw Wild, Wild America, America, I'm always down. I loved that movie. Bears like, don't sleep in packs or whatever. Like, they do here. These special bears. These special cave bears. Yeah, these- I was... Uh, I was like, I was like, man, me and my brothers don't have any blood oaths. We don't have any. Yeah. We don't drop also, pennies down each other's backs or whatever. Well, I, my thought was, one, I don't have any brothers. Two, they're also good looking and brothers. They were like the three. Like, that was perfect because little boys like that movie because they were all our age and they were doing adventurous stuff. But all the, those three guys were like all in those oh, teen hunks. beat magazines. Yeah. Like, my cousins had their posters on the wall and stuff. Just a, That's a good combo. An yeah. action adventure with three hunks, dude. Brad Renfro, JTT. And Devin Brad Sawa. Renfro, that was it. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know where I don't know where any of them are. Devin Sawa's on like a like a TNT cop drama. Oh, good. I'm glad he's on getting like work. Some USA show where he's like a disc. He he did the John Paul Gossler thing where he had to go away for like ten years. Yeah. And then came back for like a gritty role. Yeah. Now he's was... in like suits or whatever. Yeah, because Devin Sawa, it was like he was in a lot of movies as I was a kid. He was Casper for Christ's sakes, and then. He disappeared, and then you're like, oh, he was in uh, Final Destination. That was a pretty cool movie. And disappeared again. Disappeared, and they're like, oh, he's in Slackers with the guy from Pete and Pete. Oh, that disappeared was Disappeared cool. again. Yeah. Both good movies. Slackers was good. I like that movie a lot. That's cool, a fun, Ethan? It's very simple. Yeah, cool, Ethan. That's oh, one of, Angela. That's one of my, I think, the funniest lines I've ever heard in a comedy was when he was creeping on that girl, and she he had made a hair doll of her. Yeah. And she discovers it. I found this. I, and then he goes, yeah, he okay. goes, no, he says, I didn't make that. It fell out of your hair that <laughs> yeah. way. And I want it back. <laughs> I remember that fucking, the, uh, oh. what was it? The, uh, the sponge bath scene, the old lady with the giant tits. I was like, this is where we rolls, dude. Sweet movie. Um, all right. Back to you. I got one. This is my last one. It's a gloves off. Okay. Oops. So there's a stepmom. Already a bad start. Hell yeah. On <laughs> what website was this? Uh-huh. Well, it's going that way. Okay. A stepmom in Utah might go to jail because she was hanging drywall topless in her own home. Wait, she was like dry hanging herself? Like she got out of the shower and she hung herself? Hanging drywall. 
Oh, sheetrock, oh. baby. Oh, I thought you said hanging dry while no. in her house. No, no. So she's just topless, <laughs> Drink, oh. hanging drywall in her house with her husband. Well, you don't cook with long sleeves in the kitchen, <laughs> and you don't wear fucking dangly articles. You do you... with drywall. I've hung drywall. Uh, so gloves. Well, for the you rest, you gotta of the button story, up your flannel cuffs. Yeah, you, when you hang drywall, you want to wear a lot of clothes because yeah. that dust is so itchy, and you just get you'll be cut. You're covered head to toe when you're mm-hmm. done. So, uh, but uh, so this Utah judge stood by the state's lewdness statute after the woman was criminally charged for going topless in front of her stepchildren. When the children walked in and saw her breasts, she explained that she was a feminist and wanted to make a point that everyone should be fine with walking around their house. With their skin showing. Not with your fucking kids. Not with your kids. Also, also not your you're step the step kid. kid. So let's say you, you are this uh, feminist <sighs> nudist. You got to talk to the real parents and say, is this okay first? You don't get to just show up in these kids' lives. And you're going to fuck these kids up. Now they're going to have these weird like... Hippies blow, dude. Because I get her argument is it's sexist because the husband was not wearing a shirt either. And he didn't get arrested. So the ACLU came in, argued that it was sexist. But... Unfortunately, women have tits. The that is CLU. different. If I was a little boy and I saw my stepmom t- topless, I would start having this weird infatuation with her. Oh, percent. And it would get really. If, if, also, if it's the first tits you've seen. I mean, if, these are children of the internet now, so I don't know. But in real life, that's way different. Oh yeah, like you're like I don't. know. How old are the kids? Didn't say. No, but didn't say. But there are three of them. They walked in. So the ACLU and her arguing that it discriminates against women, trying to get the charges dismissed. Uh, like, okay, she has tits. That's unfortunate. She can't go around topless with kids. Like, let's say they were both bottomless and the dad didn't get arrested. Then I would be on her side and say that's very sexist. Yeah. But, uh, of but, course. But then the prosecutors came out, you know, she, uh, to say what, how big her tits are. Nah, didn't do size. Oh man. Didn't she have a photo of her either? <sighs> but so she could possibly fuck up these little boys sexually in the future. Uh, oh, definitely. But a prosecutor said charges weren't brought against the husband because of sex or weren't brought against her because of sexism, but because she was drunk. And when her husband said to put her shirt back on, she said, I'm only putting my shirt back on if you take your penis out. Oh, this bitch is wild. Yeah, so she's out of her mind. She is off. the So gloves off to her pulling the sexism card. She just getting weird. And uh, although gloves off to her, but hats off to this lady for hanging drywall. Drunk with her tits out. Drunk with her tits out. For one, that's reckless and crazy because you want to be you want to be wearing a lot of clothes when you're hanging drywall. Drywall is heavy and awkward. It's some of the hardest manual labor I've personally ever done. Yeah. And uh, so this lady's kind of a badass. The fact that a lady is hanging drywall with her husband is pretty hats off. But you guys, that's what keep... I'm saying. Already, she's like, he's like, hey babe, you got to help me re-sheetrock the living room and she goes Hell yeah. only if we're drinking and shirtless yeah which is kind of fun in a new relationship but do that when the kids are at the mom's house yeah. you know do that is there anything more fun though when you are like doing manual labor and you're like it's time for the shirt to come off yeah you're <laughs> as feeling a man good. and then as a woman doesn't you're like why are you gonna make this a thing like come on and who called the police well, the kids told the real mom, and the real mom called child services. Yeah, for sure. And the child services That's were... a weird custody switch at AMPM on a yeah, yeah, Sunday exactly. afternoon. Yeah, and that well, that's the whole thing to all the moms out there, because I kind of went through the same thing, being divorced parents. Do all your shit when the kids are at the other parents' house. Yeah. Like, there were times where... You get all this venting time. Like, I would see my mom, like, every other week or whatever for X amount of days, and there'd be times where she'd be like, yeah, leaving you guys at home, going on a co- going on a date to a concert. It's like... Do all your fucking when we're at dad's. Yeah. Don't do your dating shit here. 
Come on. That's reckless. Show some discretion. Yeah, show yeah. Show a little discretion. There's plenty of it would be ideal when you're divorced. You have one full week or whatever the time is to do to have no kids, not worry about shit. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty cool. I remember being a kid and that when my cause we just came back from my dad's one time. You know, you go every weekend when we were little. Yeah. And uh we just came back and my stepdad's shit was just in the living room instead of ours, and we we're like, what's happening? The switch. He, he just, was. He just moved in while we were gone. I was like, you, oh. oh, you tricky bastard. Oh. And then I remember I got in my head because I was like, well, I go away to my dad's every weekend. He lives here now. This is more his house than my house. Yeah, yeah. He's here more than <laughs> we I. We just am. walked in and we had blue couches. I was like, what's happening? We yeah. got new furniture. I was like, yo, we are poor as shit. We did not buy new couches. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, you just see like a new pair of shoes at the front door. You're like, right. no one here wears a size ten Adidas. What's going on? <laughs> who else? Who else was wearing those white dad shoes where you yeah. always cut the lawn in? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a weird move. The custody thing. My mom did that one time where uh. She just got rid of my dog while I was at my dad's and didn't say like, hey, we need to get rid of the dog for these reasons. I just showed up and the dog was gone. And yeah. that was I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing while I'm we gone? caught on to my mom would just get rid of our shit like clothes and stuff. She's like, that has holes in it. I've been telling you for three weeks. And you'd be like, no, I'm not throwing away. And she's like, all right, I'll just wait till you go to your dad's this yeah. weekend and fucking throw all your shit away. I remember I spilled egg yolk on a fucking a hoodie I loved and let because I had my dad's house clothes and my mom's house clothes sure, and, he, yeah. and my dad's house even as because as kids we just like sleep in our underwear or like a big t-shirt or something and <laughs> at my dad's house we had like the matching pjs oh so we were like trying to we try to take our pjs back to our mom's house and they're like no those are dad's house clothes oh my dad would flip out like you are not taking that to your mom <laughs> or my dad would get us a we had a playstation 2 but we could only play it on like saturday and sunday it's like what the fuck is going on I got a PlayStation 2. Yeah. Oh, did you play Sunshine? No, I didn't. No. It's at my fucking dad's house. We'd go on, we'd be like, hey, mom's taking us to uh, Las Vegas to visit her sister. Can we please borrow the PlayStation? He's like, nope. It stays at my house. It's, it's like, like, I'm never getting it back. I'll never see that again. No, not even that. He's just like, he's like, no, that is, you, I want you to enjoy yourself when you're around me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the cool dad. I got the PlayStation. Yeah. And if you take it to mom's house, then mom's house has the PlayStation. You can't just this thing can't just be traveling. You, you gotta... understand the rivalry. <laughs> you can't get into our neurosis at this point. But um, yeah, gloves off to that stepmom. I mean, great scenario you for know? the kids. No, for a pornography. Yeah, minus the kids, I would say. No, no, the kids are all like eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's like oh. that'd be hilarious if all these kids were grown ups and they're like, what, what, do you... move out. <laughs> I can't believe your dad uh, went to the store and just left me hanging drywall topless alone. He's like, well, gee, I'll help you. It is heavy. And then they just start, you know. Your dick is so much smaller than your father's. <laughs> um, all right. That does it for the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. Um, remember to like, rate, and review on <laughs> iTunes especially. But we're on all major platforms. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell your frenemies. If tell you're your a 14-year-old girl, tell your stepmom. Yeah, fucking tell your stuff, bitch. Um, my name is Mitchell Phillips at Mitchell Phillip. Robot Spencer. At Hogo Pod, I love you. Oh, yeah.